Hey, Rin. Hey, Mikey. Do you think I have a new obsession? <laughs> you do. You do have a new obsession. I do. <laughs> you do. I say I call it I'm jetting. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about the blend jet. So the blend jet is it's basically a handheld blender um, with a drinking vessel on top of it. And I've had this lifelong dream. Started probably not lifelong, but maybe high school, maybe junior high. I would get 7-Eleven Slurpees, and I love them. But I always, they were just too sugary. I'd get the Coca-Cola Classic ones. It was just too sweet, too sugary, too much. And my dream was that I could have a Slurpee consistency, but ice water or ice water with lemon. And the Blendjet has brought me this. It delivers. So like six times a day, I fill (laughs) up my Blendjet with ice and then... Fill it almost to the brim with water, a little squeeze of lemon, and then I blend it up. And it becomes this silk. The the blade is so strong and so sharp that it makes this like super, super smooth, yummy slurpy texture. And I just (laughs) eat it with my spoon, drink it with my mouth, and I love it so much. My blend jet is my new girlfriend. Sorry, side piece. Uh, Yeah, Mikey said it. Blend jet two is portable. You can blend up a smoothie at work. You can do a protein shake at the gym. That's me blending right now, chatting. (laughs) Or you can do a sugar-free, no additives Slurpee. True. Um, It's small enough. It fits in a cup holder. Mm. But it's powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like Mikey's ice. Yeah. Yeah. My ice, frozen fruit. Frozen fruit. Craziness. Probably your hand, but it's safe. (laughs) It turns itself off so you can't chop through your hand. Um, Blendjet 2 is super quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. We know how important this is. In this house, we've got a new baby. Word. I make my smoothies every afternoon while he's sleeping. Not in the Blendjet sometimes, and it's in (laughs) another blender that basically rocks the foundation of our home, like an earthquake. Um, Lasts for 15 or more blends and recharges quickly with a USB-C. Best of all, Blendjet cleans itself. Mikey loves this part Mm. when I use it. Uh, Blend water with a drop of soap. You're good to go. It's amazing. Uh, So what are you waiting for? Go to blendjet.com and grab yours today. Be sure to use our promo code, let's eat, L-E-T-S-E-A-T, to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anywhere, anytime with the Blendjet 2 Portable Blender. Go to blendjet.com and use the code Let's Eat to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. What are you waiting for? Get jetting. Mikey, Mikey and Rinny. A show about the serious and not so serious parts of our edible world. Let's eat. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Mikey and Rin Eat In. This is Mikey. And this is Rindog. We have a special guest today. <gasps> so special. That's one of our local Portland besties, Lily. Who, me? Yeah. Who, you? <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing good. Tell us about you. Give us your uh, elevator pitch for yourself. All right. Oh, boy. Why? No pressure. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, I'm Lily. And Yes. Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay. It's like, it's like Madonna. <laughs> yeah. TM, 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 TM. Mm-hmm. Beyonce. Uh, What's that called again? 
Hmm. The one that's one word. Oh, I sure don't know. Mono, it's not monosyllabic, but it is some sort of thing. Like <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Lily. Lil. Lil's. That's monosyllabic, I think. Mm-hmm. That's monosyllabic. Uh, I am into food. Yeah. 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 I started farming a sl- little bit 10, yeah. year, 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, this year have made it my business, mm-hmm. and I'm doing a CSA. I love it. Yeah. We which, are members. Of which you are members. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, we wanted to have you on the show to talk about that specifically, kind of. Like the idea of, I mean, farming to me, just full disclosure, we're sitting above our quote unquote garden <laughs> and we grow three crops. Yes. I and I do call them crops. We grow cucumbers, which we fucking blew God, this we year. We blew it, Lily. They mm, were terrible. Let's talk about it. Wow, we, we should. blew it. Tomatoes, which went crazy, but we didn't do anything. We didn't prune them or anything. And then I don't even remember the third. Green beans. <laughs> green beans. And green well, beans, which were beans, just okay. Which, interestingly, the the kind of like first harvest that we did on them were not very good. Yeah. And then for some reason, there was like this new growth that came through. Mm-hmm. And there was this rebirth of like a beautiful green bean that was so yummy and like summery and delicious. I mean, yeah. So what happened there? <laughs> Yeah, but well, long story short, we grow three crops, and I find it overwhelming. Totally. Yeah. So yeah, the idea totally. of farming by choice feels nuts. Yep, it is. Yeah, yeah. I feel it. I'm in the nuts phase because we're. <laughs> That's the era that I'm in. I'm in nuts era <laughs> yeah. for sure. <laughs> we're in the nuts phase, which is two months to finish. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And you're like, like I had a full mom breakdown this week where I was like, are we are we going to have enough for the boxes this week? Oof. And then everyone came and picked up yesterday and they, were, and they were like, it's heavy. This well, feels I great. Say, I felt like it was the biggest one yet. Yeah, totally. But that's where my right, head is at. Right, right. Which the is, Italian mother. Yes. Yeah. 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 I said Jewish mother, but. Well, yeah, sure. Same, same. Same, same. They're wanting everyone to get fed. They're wanting everyone to get fed well. Yeah. And that's yep. how I feel. I love that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but we're doing great. I mean, our winter crops are coming, or our fall winter crops are coming on awesome. Yeah. Mm. They did not bolt. We have broccoli and cauliflower and <gasps> kale oh, cool. and cabbage coming, which is awesome. To, to, how do, to, tell me how you like keep it from bolting, or you say they didn't bolt? What, what needs just, to happen? You for pray. That? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're definitely not doing enough of in this house Correct. for our garden. We're not praying enough. <laughs> yeah. That's a good tip. Just okay. pray. Yeah. But no, we made the starts nice and strong. Mm. You put them in in July. Okay. And so typically it's really hot in July. And right. so if they're not strong and really good going into the ground, yeah. then they might bolt. Oh, um, okay. I've never is, understood why that happened. Yeah. Hmm. It just makes a it, flower and right. then the plant doesn't really get bigger and it doesn't produce fruit or, you is know. That, is that oh. what happened to our basil? Yeah. It okay. bolts. It, yeah, it, it went can bolt. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and we that's were, what that flower is. Right. Yeah. Which are delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used them a lot, but it was just yeah. like, I don't know. You know what? Basil needs to get pruned back a lot. Yeah. We, so I since we're late, since we're harvesting every week, right? We've just had the same plants, and they're keep they're, mm. they just keep going. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's a flower, but we'll just prune it off. And okay, uh, yeah. There's a specific way to cut basil so that it keeps growing. Okay. And I can show you sometime. I'd love that. Yeah. I it bought these really cool. Um, 
uh, they're maybe vaginally drying a little bit, but the, I bought these really cool <laughs> things you put on your fingertips, and they, um, do you know what I'm talking about? There's no. like a cut glove for one finger, like a mesh cut glove, and then this finger has like a condom with a knife on it. Whoa! So I can just, so you can just go and pinch, like you pinch the basil, <laughs> and then my and then my wife sees me doing it, and she's like, "Wow, this basil is delicious," and I find you sexually unappetizing. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and get your, your extendable shoehorn, and we'll just we'll call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just finding all the ways to. We're just instead of getting a vasectomy, I'm just going to be doing these things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> same, yeah, same. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. But I was, I was just thinking about when we were talking about like bolting and flowers and like how much gardening and growing and farming is like fertility, right? And thinking about, I mean, it is right. Mm-hmm. You're you literally talk about fertile soil and. Um, And, you know, I think sometimes when we've said to people, oh, we started out with a podcast that was a fertility podcast, and now we talk mostly about food, they're like, what? What do those two things have to do with one another? But it's it's all the same thing, right? Like, we literally planted a seed inside of my uterus that is now Riggsy. Indeed. He did not bolt. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And gardening is very sexy, and the terminology that you use is very sexy. And all of the bee, what the bees are doing with our flowers and, you know, all of the fertilization and it's very sexy. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious, Lily, why you, well, why farming? Cause it's, it's not like, um, (laughs) that's my first question. I'm like, like the road less traveled. Yeah. Easy. Hey, I'm just going to like do this career and. Yeah. Easy breezy. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Well. She's going to come on the show and then stop farming. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, why am I've I I've been that? thinking. Uh, well, I mean, I think I just, I like I started because I really like food. And yeah. I, I I think I also, in my like younger hippie, hippier days, mm-hmm. I was like, because the future is dark and we need <laughs> farmers to grow yeah. food for us. And sure. so I was like, it was a little bit of. Uh, a sprinkling of that of yeah. n- nihilism. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's. I mean, yeah, I get that. Yeah, it's and- a, there's a prepper element to it. Mm-hmm. Like when we have a full mm-hmm. backyard garden or a full fridge or whatever, I'm like, the apocalypse could happen mm-hmm. today, and we do like, all right, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. And gra- we could kill all Grab here. the seeds. Yeah, you know, when, right. the, when well, the earthquake yeah. happens, get your bag of seeds and yeah. get the hell out of there. Yeah. Um, but. So that's how I started. And then I was able to move on to this small farm where we farm now and live there for six years. And we were always just farming in community. So we were a group of five to 10 people mm-hmm. um, growing food and then just sharing it out, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Yeah. And less organized. Right. Um, but there was a lot of abundance and a lot of playtime and it was mm. lovely. And then the last few years I was able I bought a house and I moved off the farm and but kept but kept growing food there. Um and this year it was just my my co-farmer and I, my farm partner Brendan and I. Mm. Um partner? He's kind of that my doesn't really work. husband partner. really. Partner. Yeah. Yeah. Partner? He's a partner, I think. Partner. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Partner. Yeah. I'll 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 let him know. You can yeah. have that, yeah. Um and yeah, we were just talking about doing this for real, yeah. as you say. And uh, so we started a CSA, 20 person. Well, mm. it's 30 people. Yeah. Uh, t- 10 of our people come every week. 20 of our people come every other week. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we have a 30 person That's community. Impressive. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, I mean, and it's in the, and how big is the property? 
The property's an acre. It's, yeah. a, it's mm-hmm. in town, which right. is amazing for me because I don't have to Wild. drive far to get there or, yeah. you know, I can bike there. Um, and we farm a quarter acre. Okay. Which is fucking nuts. Isn't a quarter nuts? acre. I mean, this is, I just, well, the, my second question was small or big. Like, and I think my question is like, what do you think is more important from the perspective of like our future and all those sorts of things? Do you think it's important? I mean, I guess the question for me is like, do you think it's important in your dream world? Would you have, and let's just say all the farmers are doing good things. Like they're not gross, big monocropping farms or whatever. Do you think it's better to have a lot of little farms or big farms or mixture or whatever? I don't know. That's a good question. I think, I think a lot of little. Yeah. Because we're looking at biodiversity and we're looking at crop failures at one that, because especially if you're doing organic, you aren't ever going to have a hundred percent success rate. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, as you know, from Whoa. growing three do crops. We, yeah. Do we ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and doing organic uh, IVF. We did the organic IVF <laughs> and our, some of our crops failed. Fuck. We had some bolting. We had bolting situations for sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's hard. And this, I was thinking about victory gardens. Mm-hmm. Those, and I love, I always loved that idea. And, mm. and I think the idea was like self-perpetuation, self-reliance, like have your own shit when you need it. Mm-hmm. And I just, I love that idea. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it made me a little, it made me feel like a little, well, I want to support you and your farm, right? And it's it's awesome. But we just kind of a couple of years ago, we decided like, we can't grow vegetables in a way that's really great. Like our cucumbers suck and I want cucumbers. So we kind of made a decision <laughs> to just support local farmers. We were like, let's just go to the farmer's market. Like people are doing it better than we can. So let's do that. And, but I'm also like, shit, we should be growing our own stuff stuff i don't know i'm i'm a, i'm a, i have a mixture in my head yeah i mean lots of little farms could look like yeah. our farm in cully yeah. that is feeding 30 families mm-hmm. and another farm in cully that is feeding 30 families yeah. and those right, 30 right. families aren't growing their own food necessarily right. they might have tomatoes or one thing that they really love to grow yeah um and so that's why i think that that's a really cool sustainability measure if mm-hmm. you, if you want to go there yeah, um, i love that because you're and I love, I mean, the whole, I really always wanted to feed my community mm-hmm. and, and we kind of had to monetize it in order to make it work, sure. right? Yeah. In order for us to show up every week and like right. really, really do the thing. <laughs> because as a community, when we were growing food, just as a group yeah. that were of volunteers, it just, you know, things got loose and sure. by the end of the year, at this point, at crazy time, yeah. you're like, eh, <laughs> Feeling I'm, done. it's going to be fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to put more. But now, you know, we had a conversation this week where we're like, all right, well, we, what can we put in the ground right now mm-hmm. that in the next two months will come to fruition? And so we're going to plant some bok choy <gasps> and we're going to, yes. yes. Yeah. And probably serve it up as baby bok choy because it probably won't get too big. Yeah. And some, you know, mezclin mix yeah. and yeah, other, cool. other lettuces can still go in. And a, a cover crop for the winter on the okay. beds that we're not going to keep cool. putting. What do you into. use as a cover crop? Do you know? Mm, it depends. Like, yeah. we just kind of use the seeds that we have. Okay, yeah. 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 But like mustards or mm-hmm. like something? Yeah. yeah okay. Actually, we have a huge mustard mix. And so cool. we were like, well, let's plant that. And maybe we can cut some for people. And maybe yeah. it's just overwinters and, and it doesn't grow weeds in that bed. Right. That's cool. And mm-hmm. it's and, and that's to set the nytrogen. Like a, a re... A re... It can help with resetting nitrogen. Okay. And also it helps... Uh, because if something's there, then weed seeds don't uh, fly in and, and oh, germinate. That's uh, it. I didn't even think about that. So it can help just having something 
to cover the ground right. so huh. that weeds aren't coming in as strong. Yeah. Though, it's like a subletter. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Though, you know, this year was really cool. Brendan got out the flame weeder. Oh, and like a torch? A it's so cool. Right. He's wearing like a propane tank on a backpack. <laughs> Holy shit. With a flame. We should have a viewing party Dude, next year. Seriously. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I've seen it happen like in parking lots or something, I guess. Like they're like <laughs> blasting the weeds away with that. But it, I mean, it's some it like, like Rocket Terminator Man or something. shit. Like you're going to fucking right. launch to the moon. It yeah. looks awesome. <laughs> uh, and you just kind of let the seeds germinate a little bit and then you come through in flame weed and you can mm. do it a couple times. It's also really cool for carrots because if you can somehow time it mm. where your carrot seeds are in, and <laughs> Lily just hit the microphone. Ugh, Our professional I'm, show that I edit perfectly. I don't worry, I'll get it. I don't edit. So. Um, you, the carrot seeds are in. They're mm. not germinated yet, and yeah. you know that somehow. Mm. Don't I don't know how. Yeah. And then you come in and you flame weed everything else because the carrots are really they're really bitchy if they get Ye- weeds weeds in there. Yeah. Huh. Okay. We we probably weeded our carrot bed for a total of like. 25 hours. This is, I remember this from, I, so I'm a professional farmer. I was, I, in a farm, <laughs> I worked on a farm for maybe eight months. <laughs> so, so Mikey I, knows everything so I know there everything. is to know. No, but I would go out and we would weed the carrot beds and the carrots were like our main crop from this farm. It was like what they, they were famous the for. They had the most delicious Nance the, the carrots. Nance, yeah, Nance variety, Oof. super sugary. But like we would, and I'm like, why are we fucking why are we weeding so much? And I was also, it was me and these two uh, Mexican women that were the most unbelievably efficient people. And they would just come, like I would weed for so long. And then I would notice they'd be behind me. <laughs> they'd be like, <laughs> and they'd be why like, are you, you putting this white dude on the job and right you're now? You're so bad at this. And, so, and they were they would laugh at me, <laughs> but they would just re-weed everything that I had weeded because I just blew it. That's so embarrassing for yeah, you. Yeah, it is. But yeah, carrots. <laughs> it so is. So embarrassing for you. <laughs> carrots are bitchy though. Is he, was he waking up? He moved a, a teens, oh, okay, but he yeah. looks asleep again. We're on rigs, we're on rigs watch here, folks. I almost not. turned it around, yeah. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I can be auntie. He's always threatened, threatening. <laughs> um, all right, I have a couple more questions. Well, or, I have a, I have yeah. a question about deciding on um, what you're going to grow. Because I feel like that's the, oh, really? <laughs> She's, Rennie has not looked at my question list. And it's we like, have mind melded. Yeah, that's um, true. But this is always our family's like big thing, right? Mm. And there's, I feel like there's so much pressure because we're like, oh God, we're only going to grow three, three things. Yeah. We like all the vegetables. It's not like we have three things that we like more than the other. Mm-hmm. And so we always end up at Portland Nursery, <laughs> usually in a fight, <laughs> deciding <laughs> what we're going to grow. Is yeah. that your Ikea? Yeah. Definitely. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. That's such a good analogy. When and and the fight oftentimes is around, I'm just like, let's A, let's grow only a couple things. Because right, we grow right, eight right. different things. And I also want the beds to look nice. Right. And then the other thing is I always grab the plants that I really want. And then I after the fact I realize that I didn't grab organic ones. And, and I'm like, man, it doesn't fucking matter. We'll raise them organically. <laughs> so my question is twofold. One is how do you decide, like as a farmer that's gonna that has a CSA that has lots of different palettes that you're thinking about and people that you're thinking about and you don't know what I like, but like how do you decide what you're gonna grow? And then also, what do you think as home gardeners? What's like the kind of I don't know, is there any like foolproof plants or plants that are like not carrots, maybe, not bitchy? Mm. Yeah. That you can grow and grow well. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, well, to answer your first question, we I really wanted to make the it palatable to a lot of people, mm-hmm. which I think that's mm. you know embedded in your question. Um, and so I just thought of like, what are the things I grab at the store every week? Yeah. yeah like, cool, and yeah. what are things that I, without fail, sort of know how to cook? Mm-hmm. Um, and, mm, and then we expanded that a little bit too, right? Like last night there was a, um, a chicory oh, yeah. in the box. That thing is so pretty. It's yeah. so pretty. Mm-hmm. And, and it's weird. And like, I tasted <laughs> it raw and I was like, ugh. And so we're hoping that people know how to. You know, cook with that. It'd be a little experimental. I love that. I've Beans heard, and greens, maybe. Can't yes, wait. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard so much feedback from people who do shop CSA that they don't know what to do with kohlrabi or right, right. Um, a root vegetable that they'd never heard of, mm-hmm. uh, turnips, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So we just tried to do really kind of basic bitch stuff but this year. But it, were, I love it, it fits though, right? Because it's, yeah. I watched, like we were talking about empowered flowers, maybe our favorite stand at the at the farmer's market. And like, they'll have, you know, they've got kale. They've got the things that people like know, leaf lettuce and stuff. But then they'll have like seltus or they'll have mm. like yeah, salsify. They always or have, yeah, they something. always have a little wild card. Yeah, mm-hmm. and nobody's buying it. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. me and three other people that are buying it. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I'm like, and they're just like, this is kind of like our passion project. Like we mm-hmm. wanted to grow this. It's cool. It's weird. Mm-hmm. But like people just don't know what to do with it. And, yeah. you know, and they're like, how do we help people do that? Yeah. Like, I think it's bold to, to do it. I think it, it's great. And in that case, that's kind of fun because like they have, they probably have more space. I'm not totally sure because I, I, I love to yeah. research that a little bit. But it, there are things that if you've been growing food a while, you just kind of want to try out and see yeah. how it goes. So, so we didn't do a ton of that this year. Mm. We we grew. Uh, Brendan really loves watermelons, and so we grew mm. these like teensy tiny watermelons <laughs> that ended up like the size of like a tennis ball. Fun. Aww. So I'm I'm like not even sure how much fruit is inside. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but and we'll see if we if we end up giving them out to the CSA members. Yeah. But um, we'll be eating them and trying them out. That's and so fun. it is fun to just like try something new every yeah, yeah. every year and and grow um grow something novel yeah mm-hmm. but not for the csa i right. didn't really feel like it although yeah, although it's been really fun to think about what we're growing next year we talk about it all the time like oh let's let's do this variety of this or let's mix mm-hmm. this up a little bit or let's have more varieties of cucumbers just mm-hmm. so that there's a little bit of difference every That's week so or mm-hmm. yeah it's been really fun to kind of dream about that in the future well um, it is just like it's still every year when we plant stuff you know it's again i was reading michael pollan a while ago too and he talks about the watermelon story so he had this bush that he would spit right, his watermelon right, right. seeds behind as a kid and then the watermelon plant grew like every time we put seeds in the ground I'm like this isn't gonna fucking work like, there's no way. And then it does. And then life finds a way. Yeah. And the thing that I was kind so of amazing. thinking about is like the Pacific Northwest magic. Yeah. Like it's the, you know, because I lived in California yeah. and it's like things grow there, but it's like makes sense that things grow there because it's sunny and whatever. But like not the variety, like the variety of things that can grow here is buck wild. That mm-hmm. there can be kiwis and there can be, I don't know, figs and all the different things. Yeah. What do you think is the, I mean, do you think it's just a magic place to grow things? I do. Yeah. And, you know, you can get really fancy and do season extenders. Like we right. have a small greenhouse, so we're mm. able to start stuff in February yeah. and get it ready to go out in the field. And we're talking about getting some other season extenders that go in the field, mm. like nice, nicer hoops with with uh, row cover. We have Remay, okay. but like if we wanted to extend even, you know, spinach or lettuce or cool. arugula, we could just do a, a row of that with plastic over oh, okay, it so it's yeah. like a mini greenhouse yeah, that's, that's cool. out in the field cool. um 
So those are th- fun things that we are talking about. The the ground cherries I brought today, yeah. I didn't plant those. Those mm. just came up crazy in my yard, oh. and I didn't water. I didn't water them at all. <laughs> They're like a that. true dry farm. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag professionalism. Uh, yeah, our battery's dead. Okay, continue. <laughs> that was a true dry farming experiment. <laughs> God, I like that you had it bookmarked. We had a dry farming experiment in Napa. So we start, I helped start the like first garden, student garden at our culinary school. Like there was no, we were in Napa. They were growing nothing, which I was just like, what do you mean? Like, you guys are preparing food. And there was, I remember there was a moment in, in our class where like we were talking to a farmer or something like that. And one of my culinary student friends was, he was talking about potatoes. And the kid said, potatoes grow in the underground. Oh, yeah. What? He thought they were like yeah. on a tree. So I was like, all right. But we, anyways, we were planting, I think we were planting tomatoes. No, we were harvesting tomatoes and someone dropped a tomato and it smashed on the ground and then it grew a tomato plant, which was our best plant. It was in between the bricks and it grew this tomato plant mm. that was like the best plant mm. that we had. That's cool. Right. That's, that's my so, dry That's right. so cool. Yeah. Yeah. We have a couple rogue plants that we've left and we, we had a trouble with eggplant this year. Like it's not happening. Mm. Um, but we have this one eggplant that's in the front, and we're like, maybe the 20 eggplants will grow on that. <laughs> and then we'll have 20 eggplants, one for each of our people. Mm. It's sad. but That's great, though. Yeah. The Siamese twin, 20 tuplets. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think about tomatoes, and Mikey and I have had uh, quite a variance in our growing success with tomatoes, mm, especially coming from Colorado to mm. here. Colorado, we did a full like dry farm yeah. tomato situation they and good. they came out pretty good. Yeah. Um, these ones this year crushed. So I do want to circle back and just like get your expert opinion. Yeah. On home growing. And is there is there like some foolproof plants to put in the ground, herbs to put in the ground? Yeah. I think tomatoes is a great start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's something that I mean, it's it's so good when it's good. Oh. <sighs> I, so I kind of hate tomatoes. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Me Color too. Into them. And totally. slicing tomatoes, no thank you. Too wet. But a tomato that's warm from the sun, mm-hmm. a sun gold mm-hmm. in oh the sun, God. Yeah, like there's a, nothing better. Like a cherry tomato. Yeah. yeah. Is, I think a cherry tomato is my shit. The shit. Texture-wise, yeah. it's you, just it's what I want. The way that they grow, too, mm. is that you, you don't have to do a lot of pruning on them. They get pretty bushy like that. But um, but that's nice, too, yeah. because you don't have to know the, the, the pruning... Uh, world of tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can just let it get crazy. Yeah, you can cool. kind of let it sprawl if you have some space. Mm-hmm. They're so good. And they fun- smell so beautiful. Like to yes. walk out in my backyard and yeah. just get smacked. It does in the smell face like summer. That. Yeah. And when you like like pick tomatoes, oh. and your like arm hair smells like tomato. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, yeah. That early season when you're planting them and you mm. get that first hit mm. of tomato smell yeah, it's is lovely. really fun. Um, and so, I mean, along with that, basil is a good thing to yeah. grow because yeah. it's just a complete meal. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, Friendly cheese. Yep. Um, let's see. And you're saying with basil, though, be like very generous with how often you're trimming it and harvesting right. it. Right. Yeah. I think that they use a little shade. They really like heat. Mm-hmm. They really mm-hmm. like heat. Mm-hmm. So don't plant them until June. Okay. Yeah, if you live in Oregon or, you know, until it's pretty damn warm out. Yeah. Um, this June it was rainy, so, yeah. um, 
But we planted ours right next to the tomatoes, which mm. provided some shade for them. Well, that's interesting. I always think of basil wanting heat, but not sun, though, it, I guess. Yeah, okay, it wants heat, but sun. not, I think, not direct sun okay. um, as much because then it just lasts a lot longer. And then when you're going into harvest, you kind of harvest like there's, you'll see on the plant that there's budding mm. uh, leaves underneath. Mm-hmm. And so you plant, you kind of, snip right above the new budding leaves mm. and it gets bushier yeah and then it gets That's bigger cool. and bushier i guess that makes sense because ours definitely like what they go ended up being meat, yeah. Like pencils yeah. Yeah. yeah and if you're harvesting down yeah uh, and letting the plant underneath get bigger yeah it really works okay and okay. and i think that some direct sun and yeah. some shade and heat yeah. So middle of middle of summer is really good for basil. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's a that's a fun combination of things. I mean, it's yeah. like everybody loves tomato, everybody loves basil. Yeah. Throw some mozzarella in there and it's delicious. Yeah. 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 And I I actually think like cut greens are pretty easy mm-hmm. too. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to have rows. You can just literally sprinkle the seeds everywhere. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fun. And they're really good and easy to cut back and then yeah. it's called cut and come again. You right. can that's, yeah, cut that's them fun. back. <laughs> I love that phrase. <laughs> not because I'm a pervert. I just think it's funny. <laughs> <Can't tell me. laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I would stay away from, especially if you're doing organic, I would stay away from like brassicas, oh, like yeah. big, big plants that you get one of. Yeah. Right. right. If you're going to grow a cabbage, it's like, well. It's a lot. That's a lot of square foot. Right, right. And. Yeah, I, I didn't know how a cabbage grew, like how much you don't eat. Yeah. how much you don't harvest. It's yeah. amazing. Have you ever seen it? Mm-mm. It's like, I mean, there's just a gigantic cabbage like solar panel and then the little ball in the oh, middle and it's I like, have. it's yeah. wild. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's really and then cool. a little cabbage patch kid right in the center. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. God. Yeah. Those little weird things. Oh my God. <laughs> I found one uh, recently. Yeah. You in- did? <laughs> so alarming. Yeah, yeah, they feel like a lot. They're, I know. Yeah. It was in my, there's some boxes of stuff that my mom recently oh, gave nice. me. Ooh. I love mm. it. I know it's That's still in the haunting box. her yeah. dreams forever, right? So she's it's like, like that thing, yeah, that box is the haunted box for sure. <laughs> um, oh, I love that. Yeah, I think that those are some some and yeah. and also like um, herbs, thyme, yeah. thyme, yeah. oregano. Those yeah. live for many years. Yeah, um, and you can throw them in a pot if if need be. They're so good. I mean, we have like chives and stuff that I've like murdered a million times, and they just oh, keep, they just coming, keep back. coming back. Yeah, I don't get it. And our mint. I, oh, I, it was I didn't quite realize. I would um, say don't grow mint. Yeah. Um, unless it's, you it, put it in a pot. It's wild. Yeah, we didn't do that. We so didn't. We blew it. And so yeah. it's yeah. it's minty on the daily yeah. these days, which is <laughs> lovely. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Don't dance. Don't, do don't dance. Even. I can't help um, it. It's a don't. farm quiz, everybody. Oh. The farm quiz of All right. We have some questions. Uh, Lily, you might know the deal with this. You can't win. Because <laughs> um, I'm the only one that knows the answers. <laughs> and I'm also, as I talked about before, I'm a farm professional. Uh, so here we go. You ready? Ready. Okay. You can answer these two if you want, Rin, but you'll lose Oh, they're two. for me. Okay. Yeah, they're for you. Got it. What is the farm? What? <laughs> what? Oh, no. What farm activity is the hardest? Bending over. Ooh, yeah. That's a hard one, Rin. You hate bending over. Okay. Um, uh, is that your final answer? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Wrong answer. It is hard, though. I've been bending over a lot with my child, and it's really hard. Um, no, it was the time that I was put on pipe duty on the farm, the irrigation pipes. Oof. And within a week, I swear to God, I went from, like, 
looking pretty good. I was working on the farm when I was younger and slimmer. And I was like jacked after four or five days of carrying these fucking pipes around. They're like 30 foot pipes or whatever. And you got to like be right in the center of them and carry them around. That's hard. So that's the hardest job on the farm. Um, okay. Zero, zero for one and Rin dog zero for one from YouTube. Um, which farm product is the hardest to pick? Which farm product? Like vegetable? I don't know. <laughs> is that what you mean? It's a weird question because the answer is not what you expect it to be. So mm. which, yeah, which vegetable is the hardest to pick on the farm? Mm. Um, mm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, the fruits, like, fruits like, like the, yeah. fruits there's so many of oh, them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess right now I'm annoyed at the green beans because yeah. that's like mm. a bend over and oh, lot. Jeez, this is combining the questions. You yeah. might actually get a half a point for this. Thank you. Okay. Rindog, anything? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so fruits. Fruits. Um, close. Very close. <laughs> so similar. Eh, eh, eh. Missed that one. Um, so the answer is no, is the hot girl that the one hot girl that worked at the farm near where I worked. Um, who I tried to pick up and um, <laughs> she didn't want anything to do with me. She was like very cool. Pick. And yeah. I'm going to remind you that you said Hard produce. product. Produce. <laughs> she was produced on the farm. She was from the farm. So um, I, was, I didn't mean that to be objectification. Shut up. Okay. Wrong answer. And they'll give you half a point. You said that. Mm. And then I think you called her a girl. Too. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. The hot, Well, no, but at the time we were. Well, anyways, all right, I'm an asshole. They were boys and girls back we then. We were boys and girls back then. It was the Boys and Girls Club. Um, okay, which um, which part of the... I'll give you a point for that, actually, because I, I blew it. One point. Nice. Um, which really? part of the plant... Or no, which plant is the most dangerous? Uh, this feels like a kid joke. <laughs> I mean, I am. This is a kid joke. This whole show is a kid joke. Yeah. I'm a kid joke. You're catching on, Lily. Mm-hmm. Which wait, wait, can you? Answer? Which plant is the most dangerous? Hmm, dude. Well, okay. We had stinging nettle. Ooh. Nice. That is dangerous. Uh, we had a hops plant this year that we called the hop monster. We, we built this like oh, bamboo yeah. structure in the front and then put eyes on it. So it yeah. looks like a little monster. Oh, I like that. And then Fun. one one day, the whole thing, it's probably 15 feet, just keeled over. Whoa. So oh. if you were under that Dead. hops plant, you would have been murdered. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it's pretty like, it's, it actually is pretty spiky. spiky. That's a yeah, really Ricky good, got a little that's a good answer. Oh yeah. Rash. He got scrapped. Uh, yeah. Brushing yeah, yeah. and star hops. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a good answer. Mm. Okay. It's not the right answer, though. <laughs> so the correct answer is in culinary school when I was um, extremely hungover and we went out to do a blackberry harvest. And then Oof. my my dog ran past me behind me and knocked me into the blackberries. And I like fell, but also kind of jumped. Like I was like, <laughs> oh man. And I like, reacted by jumping even deeper into them. And I got so cut up. And then I couldn't move because I was like, anything I touch right now is sharp. <laughs> So yeah, that was the most. How dangerous. were you extracted? I don't really remember. I feel like people maybe picked. Oh, like people leaned over and then grabbed my. I think they had to drag my feet a little bit <laughs> to get me closer, and then grab my hands. Ow! Yeah. It was harsh. Ow! Harsh. Um, okay, final question. So you have one point right now, which is great. Okay. You need two points to win. Uh huh. That's the. Did you, wow, that's a new rule I just put in. Rule. Yeah, new rule. Kid jokes. Uh, kid, kid rules. Jokes. Kid rules. Okay, last He's question. Such trash. Fuck you. <laughs> This is the divorce episode of my show. <laughs> what is the most valuable item grown on a farm? Weed. Yes. <laughs> Correct answer. Good call. But wrong answer, though. 
Um, I like that without hesitation. That was good. I know the correct answer is squash blossoms. Mm. Uh, Because uh, also when I was working on the farm, um, we went out early in the morning, picked squash blossoms, and they were so beautiful. And I put them in the backseat of my car, and then I ended up smashing them. Every single one of them. Yeah. And then Nancy Pelosi came to our farm stand that day because she had a house in Napa and she asked for squash blossoms specifically. And I had to tell her and let her, (laughs) our country down. I let our country down (laughs) by saying that I smashed them. We were just talking about squash blossoms last night. Really? Yeah. And like a ricotta Mm. filling with batter and fry. Yes. They're so good. I love it. And this is why you farm, because you just sit around talking about the food that you're yeah. producing and barely eating. <laughs> I love it. I'm sorry that you didn't win the quiz. You did get mm. one point, but you, it requires, I think it's one and, one and a quarter points to win <sighs> is the threshold. So anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for coming over and being on our show. Aww. Thanks for having me. Do you want to tell us about your farm? Do you want people to know about your farm? Oh, or sure. Or want it to be a secret? Mm, it doesn't have to be a secret. Okay, because maybe it'll be more than 30 people next year if you want Could that. be. Yeah. Well, we're pair of Jack's farm. Yep, delicious. named named uh, after my my farm partner's cat and dog, both, both named Jack. Oh, I love! That. I didn't know that. Like yeah. Jack, like Jacqueline and Jack, or j- just Jack, Jack and, and Jack. Jack and Jack. Jack and Jack. Jack and Jack. Yeah, I love, love that. It. Yeah, and Jacks. yeah, and uh, we're in the Cully neighborhood of Northeast Portland. Great, and uh, we have a minimal. Internet presence. Great. <laughs> um, and I think our Instagram is pair of Jack's farm. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. So we'll put it in the, uh, the God, notes. I really want to see Rocket Man doing some flame throwing on the weeds. Yes. Woo, I'm gonna that would be video, a good. Yeah. That I'm going to come and videotape that and put it a videotape. <laughs> what did you say? I said videotape that. I'll bring my. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'll bring my camcorder. <laughs> but I'll put it on our Instagram page uh, once I upload the VHS to digital. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Bring your video camera. Thank you, everybody, for listening to our show. Leave a great review because obviously we deserve it. Um, <laughs> at Mikey and Rin on Instagram. MikeyandRin.com. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, Mikey and Rin fans. Hello. I'm here to talk to you about hydration. Mm. Very important in this household. Amen. I'm a sweater. We have a Mikey who's a sweater. True. And we have a mama who's a breastfeeder. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm always drinking water, trying to keep myself hydrated. It's summer. It's hot. I'm breastfeeding. And water sometimes just isn't enough. No. Enter Cure. Cure. The cure. The cure. For my hydration Great needs. band. Great electrolyte drink. <laughs> great electrolyte drink. It's so delicious. Um, doesn't have a ton of gross sugars in it. Mm-mm. The taste is really gorgeous. Um, the colors are really pretty. They are beautiful. It's all natural, so there's no like gnarly dyes, no Mm-mm. red number five in there. For sure. Um, and they taste great. Keep me hydrated all day. Amen. The I always think it's weird that the sporty drink that you're supposed to drink after you do something athletic and healthy for yourself is always like the worst of the drinks. Yeah. I won't say any names, but one of them is real gross, like grosser <laughs> than soda. Uh, cure hydration formula is made with things like coconut water powder, pink Himalayan salt, uh, no artificial flavors, sweeteners or preservatives. 
It's vegan, gluten-free, non-GMO, making it a great option for anybody with any sort of diet moments in their life uh, and any sort of preferences. I love it. It's not just straight sweet. It's like sweet enough, but then it's also got these kind of like fun, bitter, and sour flavors that I love that make it feel like it's good for me. Yes. So are you ready to combat hydration? Try Cure today. Feel the difference for yourself. Use code Let's Eat. that's L-E-T-S-E-A-T, for 20% off your order. That is curehydration.com. Get hydrated. Hey, fam. Mikey here. So, obviously, Rinny is the brains, the beauty, the brawn behind our episodes, behind the beautiful podcast that is Mikey and Rinny Din. But I am the, uh, <laughs> I'm the tech savvy fella. So, I do all of our editing, uh, recording, all of the equipment stuff. And I have had a heck of a time finding the proper platform, host, service, all the things for our platform, uh, for our podcast. I'm new to this. This was the first time we've ever done this. When we started podcasting, um, I had no idea what I was doing. And we kind of got run through the ringer. We are now using Zencaster. So it's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. And it makes everything so easy for beginners and professionals, all the things. Everything's in one easy dashboard. Um, you can insert ads. You can edit. Um, there's a lot of cool AI technology that I haven't really even dipped to dipped into yet, but um, it makes it all sound amazing. There's even uh, an automatic platform that takes out the ums and ahs in podcasts, which if you listen to our show, I have not utilized yet because there's lots of ums and ahs, but Zencaster is is amazing. So go to Zencaster.com. That's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R.com slash pricing and use our code Let's Eat, L-E-T-S-E-A-T, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to same, uh, have the same easy experiences that I do for all my podcasting and content needs. And it's time to share your story. Do you have a podcast living inside of you? I did. And now it's out thanks to Zencaster. Do it. <laughs> 